Hey there! You're listening to Kingdom Living with Gally J, where we share weekly nuggets of encouragement to inspire and empower you to love God and live kingdom. Lord, we thank you for this podcast. Thank you for the person listening to this podcast. May you bless them, inspire them, and encourage them to love you more and to glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey family, welcome back to the podcast. It is Kingdom Living with Gally J with your girl, the one and only Gally J. We are back for another episode of encouraging words, of messages, of conversation. And I'm, I'm just, I just hope that you guys are doing good and I'm doing good too. Just thanking God for everything because he's absolutely top tail, okay? Like highly recommended. I highly recommend following the Lord because it's always a good time. You know, you might have ups and downs, but he, you know, he got you through it all. You, you have a hope and a future, right? Um, well, yeah, like God is good, y'all. He's good and he's faithful and he's kind. And man, I guess we should just go right into our regular thing, right? Our praise break real quick. Get get five things on your mind that you've been you're grateful for within this week or last week or just things that you've been grateful for in general. And let's go load up and ready. Cool. Lord, I thank you for your grace and your mercy. Oh my God, if it had not been for grace, (laughs) y'all. The stories I can tell, the stories I can tell for. Thank you, Lord God, for just your provision. Oh my God, I'm so grateful to you, God, just for showing up. When I think that I'm about to be flat out broke, you just showed me like, yep, no, you're good. I'm like, yeah, thank you, Jesus. Three, thank you, Lord God, just for family and friendships. I thank God for meaningful connections and just people you put in my life to be an encouragement and inspiring to me. Two, thank you, Lord God, for peace. Oh my God, it is amazing. Peace of mind is amazing. And one, thank you all for new opportunities. And just, you know, open the doors. Thank God for that. I'm grateful, I'm grateful, I'm grateful. I also thank God for you who are listening. Um, I pray that you are encouraged today and that um, you find some peace. You know, wherever there is trouble in your life, that you would find some peace and some solace and some rest, um, you know, in God. Because sometimes, you know, we're looking for peace in all the wrong places. And so if we just turn to God and just say, hey, God, you know, this is this is what I'm facing. He'll take the burden off of our backs and give us that peace that we're looking for. And the peace doesn't mean that, you know, um, the storm doesn't exist. It's just that you have something to hold on to an anchor when everything's tossing to and fro. And so I pray that you would hold on to that. Amen. Amen. So what I'm gonna share with what I'm gonna share with you guys today is something that's been my heart on and off. Um, it kind of keeps coming to me, and so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna share this today with everybody and try to be, I guess, as clear as possible because I'm still thinking all of it through because it's kind of a hot seat topic for me too. But anyway, thank God for His grace and mercy in His favor, right? But the topic is when God says to let go right and um, it's based around the text genesis 22 um where god challenges abraham to sacrifice isaac um his son that he was waiting on for like 10 years you know after god promised him that and it it it, it just i was just like god this like again you know because I, th- I think i talked about it before 
but in any way any event um there's no harm in talking about it again because i'm sure it's something that all of us may miss when it comes to scripture and just reading it like especially reading it at length so yeah just a little recap so i um god promises abraham this promised son and for like 10 years he sees nothing of the sort even to the point where he tried to make it come to pass himself you know which turned out to be a disaster because now he has an estranged son at this point and everything um but you know after 10 years god finally allows sarah to get pregnant he opens her womb and she gets pregnant and the son that they were waiting on isaac finally comes to pass and so this boy this young man is blooming and he is able to work with his father and um just enjoy life with his dad you know the, the man the, the the son of his old age i guess i'd call it and you know of course isaac probably was spoiled or whatever because of course he's the promised son you know <laughs> but then abraham is challenged to you know give up this son that he was waiting on this that entire time and abraham's like okay god sure so the very next day he does what god says and with the swiftness of that and dedicates almost almost goes through with it until god stops him through an angel and says because you've shown me that you prefer me over this then you know i will bless you so here are a few things that i pulled from the story well not i don't i don't think i pulled it but god dropped on me from the story and this is also a discussion that we had in bible study too i think maybe last week at my church so i thought it was really cool that i I might be able to share with you guys today but the three things that i pulled from it is that number one this was a test of the heart Sometimes we wait, when we wait really long on things from God, especially when he promised it years ago, those of us that are still in the process of waiting, whether you're waiting on um, a husband or a job or this, but uh, or healing or just depending to come to pass in your life. Sometimes, you know, when we wait, we kind of begin to idolize the promise as opposed to idolizing God in a way or focusing on God. And so this, I think, was a test for sure of the fact of whether Abraham would choose God or the promise or 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 what i would probably put it he would if he would choose the promise or the promise giver right because honestly god could have easily just given him a new son right he might have to wait a couple more years for it but should he had gone through with the sacrifice he god would have been he would have just been able to get a new one not saying that children are frivolous i'm just saying right it was also a test of faith um, the test of faith was that, like, if he trusts God enough to send him another, that was another thing that, I, that that jumbled to me. Because even in the text, his son asked him, you know, Father, I see that we have the wood, we have all the tools we need for the sacrifice, but where is the actual sacrifice? And he said, this is in verse 8, God provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So he had faith and trust in God that, hey, you know, I know God to be good. I know God to be faithful. And so I'm just going to trust him as I take this journey with him. Right? And I leave and I take this leap of faith to do what he told me to do just the day before. Right. And number three, I thought I, I gathered something that also came to me was that it was a test of intimacy and uh, intimacy. How? Right. Because Abraham had to have been sure that it was God talking to him for him to follow through like that. Because that was such a big demand, such a big request. It's like, this has to be God. I can't even be flippant about it. And because he knew the voice of God, he knew he spent time with God. He would have had that experience with God and the way that God spoke to him this time to sacrifice his son. Like the way that God addressed him in the first, in, in the first, in the beginning of the verses that seven, he says, you know, God called him and says, Abraham. And 
he said, here I am. Basically, he knew the cadence of God's voice. He trusted it. He knew that this is what God sounded like. And so because he was certain that this wasn't a devil, you know, talking to him, this wasn't a demon trying to persuade him, he followed through. And it was a test of him just knowing God. Because sometimes I know we get voices that talk to us and tell us these crazy stuff to do, right? And some crazy things do come from God. I won't even lie to you. There are some things God has challenged me to do that I'm like, Lord, if it had not been for me knowing your voice, I would have surely been considered, I would have surely been like freaking on myself, right? But it shows that he had built that intimacy with God and knowing God's voice. And that's how he actually followed through. And so it goes all, it all goes back also to the test of the heart and the test of faith. I think these three things are three like, key things that are, that, we could see in the scripture three three key themes that is we could see in the scripture and the fact that like we have to be willing to give up some things for god like i i um i was challenged maybe um i was connected with somebody a couple of years ago and god was like yep you need to need to disconnect oh my god what like you know because we were really close and so it kind of hurt me to sever the connection and i can't i prayed about it as a god i'm gonna need your help because i can't do this on my own and he did give he did give me the strength to disconnect but it was still like you know very painful but at the same time i felt that you know god rewarded me for it i don't know um but in any event it, i think for, for sure it was a test of my heart and a test of my faith because it's like do i really trust god when he says to let go do i really trust and believe when he says that this thing needs to be severed this thing needs to be they need to go i need to give up this habit i need to give up this job i need to give up this life i need to let go of these things do i really trust that he will be a person that he will be that 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 person or to, to fill in for me do i really trust that he would um make it still make my life still full despite you know giving up these things in a kind of way and i, I, I hope i'm making sense to you guys but the challenge to let go is always hard. It's always something that I think pushes us to the edge. Like we kind of hold on tight when we're told to let go because it feels like God won't provide, you know, again. But the because, <laughs> because he's such a good God and such a provider, he will. And he always says it. And sometimes it's just for us to see some our heart as well towards God. That the fact that we sometimes we don't trust him as fully as we think we do. And that we don't believe all of his words and all of the promises. And it's not a bad thing. But it's just for us to realize that there are areas that we need to grow in. And so I hope that this was somewhat encouraging to you guys. Um, if you're being challenged even now to let go of something, then trust God. You know, it's hard to say just trust God. But honestly, that's the best that you can do. Trust in him with all your heart and all the your own understanding. And in all of our ways, acknowledge him that he would direct our paths. And so y'all be blessed and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Peace out. This podcast will be aired weekly. And if you would like to give your life to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, you can repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, Thank you for dying for my sins on the cross. I believe in you, and I confess my sin today to you, and I ask you to forgive me. You come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior today. In your name I pray, amen.